Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Except for my shows when I show up like, hi! People are like, hi, are you okay? I'm like, Mike's not gone. I've been alone in the home. That's the word. I know it is. I just feel like as an adult, you're just like, I don't have anyone to talk to. And so this is why we do our podcast. It is. And it is such a joyful, it is a cleanse. It's a cleanse. And we gossip and we in between takes and then we talk about life shit. And we're like, what is that? What is that? I wish I could tell you some of our what is that? This is really better than therapy. It It really really is. is. You just have to talk it out. We were just talking about, is it, I have to make sure it's recording. Oh yeah. Oh thank God it is. We Are we part of our own prison? Are we part of our own prison, especially in terms of like femininity where you're ascribing to um uh obstacles that people have told you are obstacles and you buy into it. Yeah, and then it becomes your narrative. We were just talking about like ageism that a lot of times in show business they're like there are no roles for women past 40 and you're like, "Yeah, if you wanted to be the ingenue. Yeah, if you wanted to be like Drew Barrymore, like you're not going to make it. <laughs> yes. But there's so much TV and film that you're like, so there's got to be working actors and actresses. Yeah, and the way that your brain works, if you're like, well, I'm I'm too old, like you're never going to book anything. No, exactly. I almost feel like to portray an ignorance is actually a very great tool to have yeah, just show up and be like okay like whatever I didn't, I didn't know that we weren't letting 44 year old women in here <laughs> I can do it yeah I'm fun and don't act 44 just act stupid well have you ever <laughs> <laughs> show up with your little insane outfit I'm like I don't have a bank account yeah. <laughs> I keep elven cash people love it yeah it's they charming. love it yeah <laughs> well I feel like a lot of people do that with the um I see a lot of people do that with TikTok, with performers, because the uh, landscape is changing now. So people will say like, oh, well, you know, people are getting on TikTok and they're getting famous and then they're selling out shows and they are the stand-ups now. And it's just like, well, you could tell that story to yourself to make yourself feel bad that you're not, um, uh, you know, you haven't by chance gotten TikTok famous or you could be like the reality of the situation is that like the landscape is changing the landscape of how we produce um, media and how we create is changing and like how exciting I want to jump on board and I, and I could use this for myself. Yeah, it, it's like talk if you were a radio star and being like now they've got these films that aren't pure art anymore. Yeah, yeah, like like um All right, dinosaur. Um, the Sunset Boulevard yeah. where she's like when in my day we didn't need <laughs> words we had faces and you're like oh you're get with the program i know you have to adapt you have to adapt and it's an exciting and it can be an exciting opportunity which maybe that can go into my journey i'm gonna skip over to the jewelry and i'm gonna go right into this journey you're oh okay yes i love it yes so that's the running of the running a business running a business running a business which is what we're doing can be your life yes it can be your craft or your art or even your site your project or your your actual business or it can be your your utter nightmare (laughs) your worst nightmare that sucks you dry (laughs) 
Because you can sink as much time and energy. I mean, we've put, we've been putting. We're almost at a year. We're almost at a year doing this podcast. And I do at times feel like, oh, um, maybe I had expectations that the podcast was going to be at 100,000 downloads by now. And, um, and I'm like, oh man, it's not there yet. Like running on borrowed time and we have to like get it going. And when I get into that frantic energy, I think I close myself off from the fun of the podcast and the fact that it's free therapy for me yeah. and, and also the solutions for growth that I am actively open to. Yes. Cause we were just talking about, this with business and any aspect of your life is like part of also running a business is seeing what works and yes. then what doesn't work like and what doesn't work. You should stop spending your time on it. Yes. You have to really think about the Pareto principle, like the fact that you spend 20% of your time on activities that get 80% of your results, which means the the opposite is true that you spend 80% of your time doing activities that only yield 20% of your results. You have to think about what are these like minutia things that I'm doing? Like I kind of did find out for this, that like the blog hasn't been that successful and it has been like a lot of time and energy. So yes. maybe I'm going to pull back from the blog. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe we can do like micro blogging on Instagram. Yeah. A little micro blogging. That's maybe like easier. Cause I have to tell you when I have attempted to write the blog art articles a few times and then there are they um this website that we do it on is all about seo like yes complete optimization on google and all that and search engine optimi uh, search engine optimization right yeah and it's hard it is actually hard. really hard and it goes against everything creative i think because yeah, you're actually you're just starting slowly becoming clickbait yeah yeah it, it is and i read this other book i think i was telling you about it was called the new rules for marketing and pr and it <laughs> promised it promised me it was 20 dollars, which was a mistake to purchase this but it promised me that it was going to help uh, elevate me to grow my business, no matter if it was a big company, a small company, or a little single run freelance business. And I read about half of it. And at, at a certain point, I started skimming it because the advice that they were giving in this book was absolutely, I mean, it was like, you need to be on every platform. It was a full-time job for a team of five people, the advice that they were giving. <laughs> Where it was just like, um, yeah, I mean, if I had a team of five people, I wouldn't need this book because yes. I would have the manpower that I needed. And I think it was really more for like people who learned marketing 20 years ago and had never had a concept in their mind that it evolved in any way. Yeah, that it's always changing. Like... Back in the day, they would be like, you want it polished. And now they're like, they like authenticity. They love authenticity and answering um, problems and, and giving information. And it's just like, well, we're actually not even, we're not selling like hair ties for men. Okay. <laughs> Although we are, we are promoting Manscaped, which is our, um, it is our sponsor. <laughs> so you can get an, a fabulous box of <laughs> manscaping goods. The code is manjourney. 20% off. Check it out. I would Link love below. if like two months from now, everyone, we slowly turn into manjourney. <laughs> <laughs> we transition. Oh my God. Like we're like that. Our demographic, we're just single men. It's a low. We have a lot of men who listen to the podcast and bless you. <laughs> and thank you so much because we think that you're most of our 
demo and we are trying we're actively trying to break out of it but why but welcome we're taking what we can get (laughs) we are taking what we can get um just spreading my asshole on (laughs) (laughs) well sometimes you gotta innovate you have to innovate you have have to to innovate innovate. um but Um, yeah like yeah you, it's like it's we're constantly we're, changing. We're we're also providing something that it's like this is entertainment. So I think the way that it's marketing, uh, the way it, entertainment is marketed, and like you know coming up with jokes and stuff. Like when you write stand up, you are writing for an audience, but you're writing in a really broad way, and you're not necessarily writing stuff that is informative. Like when I write stand up, I'm like, okay, I'm writing for women my age who are intelligent who are feminists and and for some guys too absolutely but like they're my target demo so I'm gonna write stuff about like being in my relationship I'll write stuff about feminism I'll write stuff about like an awkward experience that I have as a woman you know stuff like that and um that is not the advice that they're giving you in the context of it's like what are the problems that women in this demographic have how can you offer them advice on how to solve their problems and it's like I guess that's kind of um it's kind of in the vein but I don't think someone's coming to a comedy show like my periods are really tough (laughs) and I would love to find a solution it does anytime I follow like those marketing TikToks I'm like they're like, go online and see what the number one question is in your thing. And you're like, I'm just doing jokes. Like, yeah, So this is d- totally different. And the number one question is always like, how can I get good at marketing? Yeah. <laughs> and then like people are having like m- their marketing firms that are just telling you how to have your marketing firm. And it's like, but wait, I wanted to promote my podcast. <laughs> Do I ever get to promoting my own podcast? It's a- I just kept going to pyramid scheme after pyramid yes, scheme. Yeah. <laughs> How do I get out of this? It's awful. Nobody gives you that great of advice. Every now and then you do hear something, but it's always in the w- weirdest areas that I wouldn't even normally say that were like business, but just like life. Like I always hear, this is one that I love. Go to where the love is. Uh, so yes. that's what we're trying to yeah. do on Lady Journey. Yes. And we talked a little bit about this when we were on um, Help with yes. Natalie Cuomo. Yeah. This, uh, this is a great one. And I got that through like a comedy podcast through friends that I just heard. Yeah. Um, this was like years ago. And it's always stuck with me. Go where you get the reward if that's what you want. Like I'm thinking about now. Um, I want to kind of slowly parlay into making kind of films, hopefully, or at least getting into that world a bit like acting. So I've been trying to do stuff in that. And then so I got into a film festival or my short got into the JFL. And then from there, somebody asked me to do another film festival. And then she's asked me if I would be interested in maybe writing punch up for her script that would pay. So I'm like. I'm seeing actually more stuff coming at me than stand up. Yes. At this point. Yeah. It could probably plateau, which it does. And then I'll just veer back into, but that's what you kind of have to do in business. Well, that's good. It's good to have diversify the income streams. Yes. Yeah. Where I'm doing the same thing where I'm like, I decided I'm not really going to do commercial auditions anymore because uh, uh, most of the commercial work that I get, I think I told you I did like this TikTok for Maybelline where it was just like, they just asked me based on my stand up. Yeah. So it's like I'm going out on all these auditions, like being like, oh, I hope I I hope I book the Swiffer ad. (laughs) 
And I'm just like, and I'm not even, it doesn't take skill. It doesn't take like acting skill. I'm just like going it's like this. It's a look. Like, yeah, it's Swe- based on a look. Sweeping, you know? And, and so it's just, I just, it's just not where I want to go. And I'm not making progress in that area. And then I think that also you really do have to, especially in business, it's like, I, I've had like a big moment of clarity recently in terms of the podcast, um, you know, where I felt like I was going a lot of different directions with doing the blog, um, trying to get us into like ads and trying to book people. And, and, and then I just worked on it and I let it all kind of distill down without making any concrete decisions. And I think this is also partly because I was reading Think and Grow Rich and I was really trying to come up with an actionable and manageable plan of what can I do one hour a week that is the most important stuff for this podcast that I can move it forward and that's all I'm going to do. And then when the hour's done, then I'm done. And I'm, yeah. and that's it. A lot of it's just straight asking for stuff. A lot of it's asking. And that's why I am begging. asking. <laughs> I am I am begging for a sponsor. <laughs> so if you have a business and you want to sponsor Lady Journey, um, we have, we are a really funny podcast. And, and I don't mind saying that. And I think we have the yeah. potential to be huge. So if you have a business, uh, female owned uh, or ma- male owned, yeah. or, you know, manscaped, uh, <laughs> we're we're very grateful for your the package. The next one we're just doing chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> really, anything. See, this is the this is the problem when you get into a small business. You're like, I have a vision, right? And then you're like, oh well, we're going where the money is, and then it's like, well, I guess we're selling out now. And you know, I want to be like the punk rock of the delicious dish. Yeah, like, we're doing whatever. But then at a certain point, it's like we need money. We need. <laughs> <laughs> PBS. We're PBS now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a problem broadcasting. But it, um, no, it is like, I don't know. I just think back like, because um, I was watching some TikToks and there was a girl that openly was like, I'm just shutting down my Etsy store. But she wasn't like shutting down what she does. But she was like, it was kind of like a relief for her. And she was like, I actually felt better doing it. But And we were thinking about, we know people, like, there's these guys that have a very successful podcast. They tried two separate podcasts before that, and it wasn't until this one that it hit, and it just was marketed differently. It was marketed differently, and I think that, like, they also just had, um, you know, third time's the charm, and they had the um, charisma, they had the chemistry, they had, like, the history together, and, and, you know, it is hard to know, like, with this podcast, like, how long are we going to do it? Is it going to be a year? Like, ideally, when you have a small business, you want it to get off the ground. Yes. And we do have a bit of experience doing this just in terms of, like, freelancing in the stand-up comedy world. And, and when they when you do open a small business, I think what's the rule? It's, like, 10 years until you're out of the red. Yeah. I don't think I started really making money as a comedian until I was eight years <laughs> in. Still not. Which is two master's degrees. So that's, like... <laughs> double years of medical school like it's kind of nuts but it is also you know I feel like we talked about this like a while back on like side hustles it's like it is an investment a small business is an investment and it's a risk yeah it's just a bunch of trial and error and I'm just again like when we say this for out loud it's a lot of times for us but it's also like I always like it when people have transparency when they're trying stuff like it's hard. It's it fucking hard. hard. And a lot of times you only hear success stories. Totally. Totally. And it's frustrating. And then when you do hear the success stories, it sounds like it was super easy or they le- leave out a few details. Like this is my, these are my favorite 
to hate stories or the yeah. he just came in he was working in the mailroom and he saw Steve Martin and dropped off his script and now he was writing for this and I'm like yeah they leave out the detail that his dad was CEO of yeah. Paramount or something like and that, that he was a white man <laughs> and Steve Martin didn't even want to fuck him <laughs> Yeah, it's and and you know like I do think I've listened to some other podcast podcasts out there which seems insane. Yeah. Um and <laughs> and they are all like these wild success stories of like well we just started and then now we're here. Yeah. And it's like well you're also doing a podcast about with with the promise that if people listen to you they will be able to do a podcast. Yes. And I just like to say you didn't help me that much. <laughs> Like we got everything, you know, and, and also like it, I, I think there is an element of chance in this. There's an element of uh, serendipity uh, where it's like you have to be in the right place at the right time discovered like or some something like happens and, and you have that moment where you do get really launched. And I think like e- you can't count on that. So that's why you do have to really just like focus on like you're saying agility um, focus on innovation and then also really enjoy all of that and enjoy doing it. Yeah. Cause I do enjoy like, okay, that's not working. Let's do that. Like, I feel like a velociraptor in Jurassic Park like, <laughs> problem solving. Like I can get out of here. Pivot, 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 <laughs> pivot. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, this is this is a podcast that will tell you podcasting like it is. Yeah. I mean, we st- had a rough one today. Our camera kept shutting off in the beginning part. Camera kept shutting off. I yeah. Couldn't get it organized. I forgot to press record one time. Yep. Uh, people have lost episodes all the time, but I we've always- also had yeah, yeah we've had people sign up. Um, for our Patreon and then, um, you know, delete it immediately when we didn't <laughs> respond to their emails. And, and, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, to um, each his own. We, we didn't know that that was going to happen. But, but Or like, like I was trying to get funding for this podcast for a while from this po- platform called Podcorn. So if you're a podcaster, like maybe you um, know this and you've heard of it. And it's just like I sunk hours, hours, I'm telling you, into this sending a proposal crafting like sending a message like hi Katie Hannigan from Lady Journey I never heard back from anyone except for an Australian owned nut butter company (laughs) who said they loved us and they would hire us but they're only looking for people in Australia and I was like well that would they would have been very on brand you're like we're on our way we're on our way so this is a real advice of you know business stuff like a lot of it is dead ends and a lot of it does end up being that like 80% that 80% stuff I feel like I too when I get tired I have like a bad pattern that I go into and it's kind of like a workaholism pattern where it's just like everything is of the same importance to me you know everything is up here so I'm just like oh I know like I'll just get on YouTube and I'll follow every person that I've ever known and maybe two will follow me back and then I'll have two more followers yeah and I did it I did it yeah it took me eight hours (laughs) and I haven't slept But I think that's why also, like, again, like we talked about in the last episode, like, just actually part of being a good business owner and a part of attaining that, like, elusive, magical thing of success. Like, people want you to think that you should be, like, working 24 hours a day, but you're missing out on natural insights that you might have. And you're missing out on fun when you're killing yourself. Yes. It's because that's my goal for this year. 
be fun and have fun. fun. Be fun and have fun. And I love it. I do too. It's been, I always look forward to, I call it lady journey day. Oh, me too. Yeah. I look forward to it too. Cause we have our little chat and I think that's really something fun about this, um, small business that I've never had with my own stand-up like when you're doing stand-up you have your friends but it's also can be like really brutally lonely just in your head like trying to plink out jokes and being like am I stupid I know (laughs) because I have moments where I'm like I this is really great I like my set and then I'll watch somebody else and I'm like I think what I'm doing is so stupid yeah yeah and also there's talking about my ear holes right now (laughs) (laughs) I love that joke well, stand up, stand up is like a very, um, it is the epitome of the Dunning Kruger effect, <laughs> where it's like you know you you've been doing stand up for years and years, but one one like little joke, one tag bombs, and you're like, am I a moron? <laughs> and people secretly think that I am dragging this establishment down. And then meanwhile, like somebody who's been doing it for like two weeks is like, hi, I'm a comedian. <laughs> let me out. Let me on the stage. You yeah. Know? And then they're just confidently bombing. And you're like, why can't I be like that? <laughs> they're having fun. And they're like, having fun. It's yeah. stupid. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I've been, well, I've been back on my um, super attractor book, which is, I've talked about that book on this podcast and I'm just kind of doing a chapter a day, but there is a full chapter on having fun there. And Gabby talks about like, she's measuring her success by how much fun she's having. And I, I really love that idea because it actually takes the, um, it takes the pressure off of results and you can't really be results oriented and also fully in the moment. No, it's really hard. You're sabotaging yourself yeah. by, by being like, if I don't get this right. And I felt that when I go on stage sometimes, and maybe other people have this experience with like a job interview or like giving a speech where it's like, because you have this energy of like needing to get it right, it causes you to, um, it, I think like subconsciously emit like rigid vibes yeah, and then you also, you're uh, uh, like uh, unavoidably you will make like a small mistake, and your brain is like fuck yeah. yeah. And instead of just being like letting it kind of like roll off of you and staying in the moment, now you're off in your mind. Oh, it's the because we, we were talking about like bombing. Yeah, and like as soon as you get kind of get used to bombing, yeah, it really changes everything, and it it makes the bomb maybe a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I'm bombing right now. Like that's okay. It's like when you're having a nightmare and then you realize you're dreaming. Oh, I actually really love that feeling. Yeah. There's a feeling of relief when you realize you're actually dreaming. Yeah. You're like, Oh, okay. Okay. And then you come out of it then at that come moment. Out of it. Yeah. Cause I think when you put yourself in challenging situations, it's really important to do that every now and then, because then you get to observe how you close off or how you, I mean, I even feel it like in social situations still, I'll be like with people I've been friends with for 10 years and I'm like trying to leave and people are like, where are you going? I'm like, I was just going to go be alone on the streets <laughs> yeah. actually. Cause I, it felt too much. And it's like, <laughs> let's just stay in it and see like notice the tendency to like run away from everything that's like positive in your life yeah (laughs) I always say to sometimes just respond in a natural way of like actually how you're feeling I'm just a little overwhelmed right now by you (laughs) (laughs) it's so true I do think like in polite society you do you have and I think this is maybe true for women too, although I don't want to stereotype because I know dudes that do this as well, where it's like you don't 
it's people pleasing. Yeah. It's people pleasing. You don't want the other person to feel like put on the back foot by your negative energy. You want to be like there, but um, when you actually are real about it. Yeah. And I think, and then it's comforting. It's relating. It's comforting and it's relating. And I don't know, I guess that's kind of what I wanted people to take away from this episode. That's like about small business where it's like, yes, we've come a long way. We have an awesome foundation. We're feeling good about it, but also there have, it's been painful and you know, it's not, we're not, we're not just like stars. I know. uh, Absolutely. And I always say, sometimes it like borderline hurts my feelings Mm -hmm. but you just realize it's all part of the process and I I think of we were talking about the are you garbage guys the are you garbage guys so their podcast that they have now is so good but they had a lot of trial error in the beginning it's a wonderful podcast and I adore them I adore and if you guys aren't listening to them I I highly recommend it's so fun to admit where you're garbage in your life it's it's such a fun podcast they're really fun guys and they deserve all of the success that they have gotten yeah and but and I, listen yeah. to their podcast and then come back and keep listening to ours yeah, and don't ours. let us lose you to them because they're great yeah but we just want you guys to know anyone that's running life or business it's hard and most of it is failure yes <laughs> yes exactly it is because i think about some of the film like directors that are really successful if mm-hmm. you look at their resume you're yeah. like wow they also made a shit ton of bombs yes they they absolutely did like look at um like i'm thinking of uh, francis ford coppola with francis the ford coppola Dracula one yeah, yeah francis ford coppola uh and uh cronenberg yeah it's like he's got he has movies that are so famous i mean if you like um niche horror yeah niche <laughs> But, you know, Lady Journey. <laughs> you know, Lady Journey. But <laughs> he has movies that people are like, oh, my gosh, like Videodrome. It's like an, an iconic movie of the 80s. And then, like, he has tons of other movies that you haven't even ever heard of. Yeah, that you would probably little, walk out of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with, like, Stephen King. Like, some of his books, you're like, oh, great. And some of them are It, which we have <laughs> gone over. And we won't. Let's go over it again, which is like It. Coming back around and doing the exact same thing 37 times until you decide to stop reading the book there were my wildest days that i would realize <laughs> that we bond so much over our hatred for it this was it was very it was surprising it was more surprising than um i think that we made the same pasta salad this week <laughs> i also love that our discovery for our hatred of it came from talking about pinterest yes yes <laughs> that was one of our best episodes and take oh, a listen guys take a listen should okay. i go over my um uh, let's talk lake let's, let's talk, talk lake because we have uh, just a few moments left definitely lake is fun after we, we just went on guys and i know that sounds like we're we're not quitting lady journey no we're not quitting at all we're staying in it we're staying out I of spite dig my heels <laughs> in but um, on the lighter side uh, summer's here palette cleanser palette cleanser Ugh. Your journey is. So I did, I did a really gorgeous, wonderful escape. And I just wanted to talk about it because I think like this is a great thing to do when you, when it's summer, if you have friends going to stay with friends, it's so cheap, cheap. It's so budget. And even if you don't have friends, like everybody lives kind of close to a lake. It's not like a beach journey where like I'm from the Midwest. We would go to the beach like once a year and we would just be like driving 18 hours straight. (laughs) And it's like, well, now, you know, it's now it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's become a horror film. Um, But 
but I think like doing a lake weekend is the perfect mini summer escape because depending on where you live, you can easily get an Airbnb, couple hundred dollars a night, share it with another couple. And you just get to go, you, you get to give yourself a little teeny tiny break. And I think it's a totally doable vacation. It's like, you're not going to be like flushing three grand down the toilet. It's going to be a couple hundred dollars. And you know what? You can grill. Yes. Eat the food, make food there and just keep it budget. I love a lake weekend. Hot dogs? Hot dogs. The cheapest and best (laughs) way to get your microplastics. Get those microplastics. Get it's vitamins. Yeah, it's vitamins. Oh. Definitely. I, um, I, cause it's funny. Katie talked about a lake. I spent, I was in Montana. We were in Whitefish Lake area yeah. and we passed Flathead Lake, which looks amazing. And it always blows my mind. Who are these people with lake houses? Uh, yeah. My Who friend, are them? What are you doing? If you have a lake house, let me know what you're doing for a business. Yeah. My friend, which is my lake story, she lives full time on the lake house, which you're like, oh, this isn't a lake house. This is just a home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like the poor man's lake house where you live. I grew up in a lake growing up, mm. but it was a corporate lake and there was a golf course across this, um, oh. a pos- across the lake. And I have to say, I feel absolutely privileged, privileged that I got to have a childhood growing up on a lake, canoeing, fishing. Oh, wow. We even did golf ball hunting. Oh, that's Loved so it. fun. Although I would probably reflect back and be like, I cannot believe we did not get any flesh eating. It was brown and yeah. it was 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and tons of moccasins. Oh, my God. Yeah, the southern lakes. Yeah. We were talking about the southern lakes, which I always fear those because uh, of the proceed with caution yeah there's one some girl was swimming in lake austin mm-hmm. or travis not travis austin she got uh like a bug a water bug in her that caused a huge rash oh it's the southern lakes that you get that they're horrific, too hot the brain parasite where yeah. you go in the water and it just goes up your nose right to your brain <laughs> And that's why they're a like new fear yeah. unlocked. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. I unlocked a new <laughs> anxiety. Well, that's why they say if you use a neti pot, if you live anywhere, it's basically below the Mason Dixon line. Hate to say it, but it is. Yeah. If you live anywhere down there, you always need to make sure that the water in the neti pot is boiled because that parasite, it, if you ingest it through your stomach, it's killed in the stomach acid. Yeah. But if it goes in through the neti pot, it's just like, bye-bye. There's nothing they can do. Absolutely. I So, I yeah, I always say, if, at least in the South, proceed with caution. I also have this fear whenever I'm hanging out with somebody. Don't just dive into a lake. I don't go in the lake. I have to say, like, I'm more of, like, the edge. I love the edge <laughs> of the lake. I love the edge. And when I was at my friend's lake house, it was actually, like, pretty freezing. They're usually – the ones in the north are so cold. But so cold, yeah. when it's hot, it feels really good to at least do a quick dip. In and out, yeah. And sometimes you kind of get used to it. But I – the reason why I like north lakes more – you don't have to worry about gators. No gators. No, no gators. not really a snake or a poisonous cotton mouth situation yeah. happening up there. Um, the ground, the water is usually more crystal clear. Yeah. So it's cleaner. Um, it's just nicer. I said again, a lot of times you get more of a nicer backdrop, usually yeah. in the south. And I think of Texas lakes. They're just like corporate lakes. Yeah. Or it, reservoir Areas. Yeah, or like in in Florida, it's like a bit like swampy. It's more like yeah, it's more like crocodile hunter. And you're like <laughs> no, um, but yeah, like the northern lakes, I do love like just that aesthetic of like 
the lake weekend and everything that entails. Like we went to, um, we had a little boat ride. So romantic. We went to a cidery. Yeah. I love it. So bougie. (laughs) Out for dinner one night, grilled another night. And then we like took a yoga class. And it's just like, I love that type of trip for me. It's actually like real truly relaxing where it's like you're doing yoga it's not like you're going to the beach you're in the sun you're boiling yeah then you're like going out clubbing then you're going for dinner you're getting hammered it's like those vacations are fun and exciting or like you know you're going to like a trip in europe where you're just like seeing every site until you drop like an adventure vacation there's like party vacation adventure vacation and then it's like the lake is just chilling it's chilling because like the beach again you you got to bring beverages, a shit ton of them. You will die. You got to prep Because you're like, beach. we took 18 hours to get here, so we're going to spend eight hours on the beach today. Now, what kind of activities were you, you and Joe doing on your, on well, your we, trip? What we like to do is we just like You're in Missoula, hiking. right? We, were, we flew into Missoula, and then we drove to Whitefish, which was about two hours away. Oh, okay. Um, so we like to hike, get sweaty, and then we did a dip right afterwards. Mm. I would have stayed longer. I'm actually really into jet skis. And that was probably one of my are you garbage. Oh, my gosh. I did not know this about you. <laughs> you love jet skis. I have to say my mom thinks they're so gauche. Or <laughs> that I, I, one of these days I want to bring out an argument like, and I love jet skis. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it, mother. <laughs> They're so much fun. At least with jet skis in the lake, you don't have to worry about like, a disruption of the corals. Yes. Because they yes. will die. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to hit them. You don't want to hit them. <laughs> and you can be as douchey as you want on a fucking jet ski on a lake. Get out there with your cigar. <laughs> Just. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. I, I've never gone on a jet ski because. Katie, you have to get on a Maybe jet I ski. Maybe I will. I would go on with you. I feel like I would feel safe. Oh, but... my God. If we could get Mike and Joe on one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mike will be in the front. He'll have to go in the front. Yeah, because it's gay in the back. It's gay in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I dated a guy very briefly who had a Vespa. Yes. And a couple times, this was during Hurricane Sandy, if you'll remember in New York, we basically had, the sh- city was shut down because there was no power uh, south of 30th Street for uh, several days. It was almost a week, I think. So I went I went on the West Side Highway with him on his Vespa, and it was so upsetting. <laughs> I felt like I was going to fly off and die at any second. All it's I a numbers do, game. It's a numbers it, game. Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah, all I could do was just hold close my eyes I felt dizzy I just felt like I also didn't trust myself I'm like am I gonna let go like this is why I would never own a gun because I think I would just be like gotcha you know like yeah. I don't know well the wild thing is you're probably only going 20 miles per hour we probably were yeah but it feels like you're flying at 100 miles per hour oh it was just it was so terrifying so like I have been offered to get on a jet ski at a different time and I just thought I don't know I- I'm afraid well if you wipe out it's a lot safer yes it certainly is <laughs> than just rolling down the highway that's skidding your cheek against gravel for about two blocks yeah the only reason I went on the Vespa was th- with him is because I had to go to an audition <laughs> so I showed up to my audition like hi <laughs> like sweaty and like sweaty and helmet hair yeah <laughs> It's never like, I'm the cool girl. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, just riding my Vespa around to get a latte. I'm just like shell shocked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Shari, I'm late and my skirt is ripped. <laughs> well, my goal is to get us on jet skis. Okay. okay. Is, if we get in a lake, in if, a lake, in a lake, in a lake, if we get a thousand patrons <laughs> on our Patreon, we will rent a jet ski and we will do a live episode from live from the jet ski. Please help us make this goal a reality. We need money. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Um, this has been a this has been a really fun episode. Yeah, I love it. Um, we w- started. It was highs and lows, and then we peaked. I yeah, I'm so thankful we, we did, ended we, on a high note. We needed a palate cleanser <laughs> after that one. We're like, he's a hard slug. Good luck out there. <laughs> yeah. Then we're like, get yourself to a lake. Get yourself to a lake. You'll feel amazing. <laughs> this is that's very lady journey. Yeah, very lady journey. <laughs> lady journey. <laughs>